Hi, everybody. Welcome to Idol Chat. Thank you so much for listening. I am Johnny Idol, and across the table from me is the lovely, the talented, the weirdest person I know, my awesome girlfriend, Bessie. Hi, Bess. We made it. To what? This moment. We did. Thank goodness. <laughs> How you doing? How's, uh, your, yeah, how's your week? It's fine. I think we're both in the same boat. We're both just kind of kind of cranky and not wanting to do anything. We just want to kind of... Do you ever know. hear about that parasite? I think it's a parasite that crawls into the brain of decomposing insects and navigates yeah. their bodies. Yeah, not crazy. I feel like that. You feel like that? Like some kind of parasite has taken over your brain and is, is walking around like a zombie? Yeah. That's, yeah. Zombie. What's going on? We're both like in this weird haze today and... I don't know. Mercury must be in retrograde again. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything we want to... here we are. Here we are. Idly we, chatting. We had a, a lovely morning, which we will talk about later. We had a really... Ooh, the suspense. A really fun experience earlier today. If you want to hear about our morning, stay tuned to the end. You got to listen to the final three. Yeah, don't fast forward. It's disabled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's disabled on your device. I don't know if you knew that. You can listen to it in like one and a half time or two times if you oh, want. Yeah, you can yeah, do that. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. always funny when you do that. You you do those like Vox things with our friend Jackie. Yes, Even there's you, an app called Voxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voxer? Voxer with a V. And when you listen to it fast, I'm not really sure if you're listening to it fast. It's because the way well, that... Well, Jackie already kind of sounds like a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sped up, it's just... She's very cartoon. I miss Jackie. She's coming over this weekend, right? Yep. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Reun- reunion coming up. Woohoo! Happy Spooktober. How's it going for you? Are you very spooked? No. Scale of zero to ten. It's my spook level zero to ten. Yeah. One point seven. Well, seeing as I'm being navigated by a parasite, that's that's like a solid eight. You know, knowing that. Knowing that, will, that you're around someone that's being controlled by a parasite? No, just right now. I'm not, oh. you know, I'm just saying, not, knowing that now that you are being controlled by a parasite, yeah. my, it, it's gone up a little bit. Like a three? No, 2.2. 2. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you very much. We have uh, something fun planned for us today. I say that every week, by the way. I say that every week. Is it always fun? No, but well, I, maybe today's not fun. Maybe today is something different. What's interesting? A different How about that? Interesting. Oh wow! We have something really interesting planned for today. Oh, you came up with this idea. Uh, we think about movies, horror movies, because it's Spooktober. Spooktober movies. So horror movies. That I'm always worried that it sounds like I'm saying horror movies. Horror, horror movies. <laughs> yeah, horror or movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we should do that. Horror or movies. Is this horror or movies? <laughs> Round one. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. I, w- movies. <laughs> okay. Scarlett Hohansson. <laughs> horror. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, you're out of your mind. You can make that into a good game. Get a guest. Where's Sunny? All right, that's yeah. Where's Sunny? (laughs) He's gonna laugh at that, by the way. So we are doing horror movies that are based on uh, real life events, loosely based, some of them, right? Yes. Okay. So we are going to start with uh, Ed Gein. Yes. Right. He was a. a murderer and grave robber in the 1950s in his house. Well, he he confessed to killing two women, a tavern owner, Mary Hogan in 54 and a hardware store owner, Mm. Bernice Warden in 1957. But they think they're more. And he was into picking graves for stuff because he was a bit of a craftsman. Ed Gein was sure was. He had a wastebasket made out of human skin, <laughs> human skin covering several chairs, skulls on his bed posts. He had a corset mm-hmm. made from a female torso. See, like, like all that stuff would be like cool if it was artificial. Right. It's one of those, th- one of those instances where um, being organic is, is actually bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
Mary Hogan's skull was in a box and Bernice mm. Bernice Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. Uh, but you know, if you w- say Bernice three times, she manifests, right? Bernice, Bernice, Bernice. <gasps> hey, Bern. Okay. Uh, these ones are my favorites, though. I had four noses, a pair of lips on a window shade drawing, mm. uh, a lampshade made from the skin of a human face. These oh, are all. Tell him about the belt, though. That was my last one. Yeah, That's you my blew it. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Tell him about. He had a belt made from female human nipples. So, uh, yeah, it just just uh, so it mm-hmm. it's important that I said those things. Okay, uh, there was a movie in two thousand. Uh, called In the Light of the Moon, which is a direct story about Ed Gein. We don't really care about that. But this gentleman inspired at least uh, three movie characters. Ah. Okay. Uh, one of them, Norman Bates from Psycho. Yeah. Movie Psycho. He had all his mother issues, and he was said to be inspired by Norman Bates. I mean, yes, by Norman Ed Bates, Gein, by Ed Gein, yeah. Ed Gein was very close with his mother. Yes, he was. Who was a very strict and yeah. haunted woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had lost his mom. And yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974, was directly influenced by Ed Gein. Why? Mm. Because he was wearing because of a human... leather we're, face. Because wearing a human face thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You might not know from the title, but... Yeah, so I mean, they, of course... Face. Yeah, yeah. Leather. Well, it wasn't really leather. Well, is leather is... Well, it's human, hide, right? Is human skin leather. I don't know. Mm, if you tan it. <laughs> it says, uh, it says uh, 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 based on true events, which I guess is, is kind of true. Right? Yeah. And then lovely Buffalo Bill from yes. the movie you haven't seen, 1991, The Silence of the Lambs. I think that is our homework assignment for next week is going to be Silence of the Lambs. I know. I know. It's, it's a rough one, man. You're, you're in for it. Right. But because Buffalo Bill was skinning people and stuff. But also, they say that he was also influenced by Ted Bundy. Because in the movie, he kind of fakes an injury to kind of draw people in. Like Ted Bundy did. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was kind of influenced. So thanks, Ed. One man, three movies. At least three. At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of inspiration from the spooky fellow. (laughs) Spooky fellow, yeah. I got to say, I mean, horrible, horrible things happened because of this man. But horrible, horrible things happened to this man that arguably created the monster that he became. Maybe. Learning about his childhood, the stuff with his mother, his father was absent. I think we talked about him last year. I believe so, too. So go go listen to that one. Go listen to that one. Yeah, we talked about serial killers. Google for five seconds and you'll find you a could do ton that too. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's scary. There's another part of the movie which I'm not going to say because you haven't seen it, but it has something to do with this guy's basement. And apparently, this is in Silence of the Lambs. That was tied to Philadelphia serial killer Gary Heidnick, who murdered and tortured six victims in his basement. So that's not mm. all on Ed, Ed, Ed Gein, but it's kind of a collection of a few serial killers bunched up into one guy in the silence of the lambs it is i'm just like getting chills thinking about it that movie is so good Ooh la la it's so good yeah 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 a good candidate for spooktober i think so yeah. all right so entry number one is a multitude of movies yeah slight we, we touched on silence of the lambs texas chainsaw massacre tsm and Psycho. nope tcm and Psycho. 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 All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're off with a bang. The Alfred Alfred Hitchcock classic, 1963, The Birds. The Birds. The Birds. It was a, a novella written by Daphne de Muriel. I really don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Julia knows. <laughs> Daphne de Muriel. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. Got it. Perfect. Thank you, Julia. Apparently, that was uh, based on a 1961 event that briefly upended Santa Cruz, California. A local newspaper uh, said there was a rare attack of a massive flock of seabirds that just uh, that just took over this town, and then they just all they they're like seabirds, and they just like crashed into stuff and died, and were just littering the streets and lawns wow. of Santa Cruz. Yeah, so there are multiple events that have happened throughout history where 
a significant number of birds or whatever die in one patch. Yeah. It's so strange. I just read a thing today on on Facebook, the West Springfield Forum. Somebody was like, I found like four dead birds, the same kind of birds in my front yard. Mm. Just there. Weird. So weird. Yeah. It's really odd. I mean, they chose that person's yard as their final resting place. I guess in some aspects, she should be honored. Feel honored. Yeah, Feel yeah, honored. Yeah. <laughs> My personal favorite, 1975, Jaws. Apparently, that one is based on two events. Would you call Jaws a horror movie? I would. It scared the shit out of people so they wouldn't go swimming. Mm. They wouldn't go in the ocean. Like, beaches yeah, took a hit horror movie. because this movie. Yeah, of course you would. Whenever they're underwater and they see that head come out. Yeah. It still gets it me gets every time. It gets me every time. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Imagine we watched it and it didn't happen. We'd probably still get scared. I'd still get scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just <laughs> took it out. We're still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that part true? I don't know. No, I don't think so. So in July of 1916, a man named Charles Van Sant was maimed in the water in front of a hotel in Beach Haven, New Jersey. Ooh. He died. Less than a week later... Charles Bruder, that's two Charles. Maybe it's to Char- maybe that's what it is. Mm. He was attacked 50 miles up the shore. The shark was like, it wasn't that Charles. Let's try this Charles. Yeah. His legless body was pulled mm. from the water. And then shortly after then, July 12th, a 10-year-old boy was killed while swimming in an inland creek more than 10 miles away from the nearest ocean. So the shark wow. swam up 10 miles up an inland creek and killed this guy. A 24-year-old local named Watson Stanley Fisher hurried into the creek to look for the kid, and he ended up getting mauled and killed as well. Mm. Yeah. And then the same day, just a, a mile downstream, a 14-year-old boy named Joseph Dunn was bitten. He survived, though. But all this taking place, a couple of them on the beach, on the ocean, but then then a few of them happening in an inland stream, a yeah. freshwater stream. It goes yeah. in. So, hello. You think you're safe. What's safe? Is a pool safe at this point? I don't know. <laughs> and then in the introdu- no way to know. In the introduction of the book, uh, the author, it was a Peter Benchley, he revealed that he came up with Jaws upon reading an article about a man named Frank Mundus. Fred is uh, his frightening encounter with a 4,500 pound great white off the shores of Long Island in 1964. Wow. So that's where they came up with that. I, I mean, that one is they one They did thing. a great job. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean. With that movie? Well, sure. It really didn't. It, that was the inspiration, but it really sure. didn't but, follow yeah. the story. You know, right, but, right, right. But yeah, oh, I love that movie. They found the inspiration and they, they used it. In a great storytelling way. I feel like they did a great job telling that story. It was 1975. I think they did a good... I'll say it. Yeah, the shark. Does it look real? Not bad. Not bad. All things considered. For then? For then? Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Have you ever seen the Amityville Horror from 1979? No, but I listened to a podcast about it. Interesting. Maybe you'll have some input on this. I doubt it. I forget everything I learn. That's true. But I'll give you my best. Well, anyway, so in 1975, the real-life Lutz family claimed to have dealt with all kinds of paranormal stuff in their house, all kinds of terrible terrible stuff. Yes, this big, beautiful house. In Amityville, yeah. Uh, they moved Farm in there. Farmhouse, I think. Uh, kind of, I guess, yeah. yeah. They moved into that house just one year after a man named Ronald DeFeo Jr. murdered six of his family members in the house. So they were dealing with all kinds of strange sounds oh. and all kinds of sightings and things like that. And they left the home. But unfortunately, they, uh, they took some creative license, I guess, yeah, in the reports. Because in the years since, the claims have been debunked. So Have they been debunked by actual people, though? Or people inhabited by the spirits oh. of the six that have passed? Oh. That don't want the real humans to figure out that that they're there. Right. Oh. So. <laughs> no way to really know. Ghosts don't show up on like MRI. 
It's a, we should watch the movie. Okay. It's I I see now it. or after this. You guys want to listen along with us, or <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. What's happening we'll now? We'll just keep it rolling. What's happening time. now is yeah, 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 yeah. James Brolin is freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast that records us watching a movie, but you can't hear or see the movie. Yeah, we're just looking. You just at it. hear our random comments every like twenty five minutes. Yeah, it, it'll show like it'll show like the cat run across my chest. I'll do, oh! I'll doze off. Yeah, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. can you pause it? I have to pee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That'll, little things like little, that. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but we leave. But when I get up to go pee, we leave it. Leave it going. <laughs> yeah, that you sounds, hear me like snacking. Boy, that sounds exciting. That's great. You know, for some reason, it probably would take off. <laughs> Who knows why? The consumer base is so weird these days, right? If, if people are making millions by having other people watch them play video games, then right? I mean, right? something's going yeah. on. Right? All right, Open Water, two thousand three. Did you see that? I didn't see no. it. I didn't see it, but mm. it was a. Apparently, it was a, a true story. Open water. Yeah. Is that was, when they were stranded out on the water? Yeah, in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and the, That and, was one of those things I saw the trailer for, and I was like, oh, that looks sound like something I'd watch. And then that was the last thought I had about it. Tom and Eileen Lonergan? Lonergan? Something like that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they were... What would you think is the worst place on earth <laughs> to be abandoned by a scuba team? If you were going to just pull one out. Challenger Deep. No? No. Everest? Okay, this is going well. All right. <laughs> the Great Barrier Reef. That oh. is where there's like a, a higher concentration of shark attacks than anywhere wow, else on the yes. earth. yes. And so I guess it took the scuba company two days to realize they, they didn't return. And wow, what a surprise. They were never found. Can I just say? Nope. Anytime we're in a group of people, yeah. you know, on an excursion or whatever, we do and say dumb enough things that people recognize our presence. Yeah. So these people were not. That's their. I mean, yeah. that's what they get for nothing yeah. to like joke about or say. That's what they get for being unfunny introverts. Yeah, right. I mean, you have to be on the radar at some point. <laughs> It'd be in your interesting life. in some way. If yeah, you're yeah, on yeah. a scuba team, so it's their fault that the scuba team yeah, left them. Have some personality. <laughs> I mean, at least have them recognize that you're not back with them in 10 minutes, not two days. Don't they do a head count? Can you imagine? First Who's of all, running the show here? First of all, you got to get some balls to go and go scuba diving at the Great Barrier Reef. People who dive, if anybody's yeah. listening and they dive, I know. I know. Mm. The, the chances are very slim that you're going to... You're going to right, statistically. Statistically, you're fine. But I've, to the for, for the... People like us, right? It sounds horrifying. Sure does. Okay. <laughs> so, and when you're like, is it not true that when you're nervous, you like make stupid jokes? Yeah. Do, does everyone not do that? I guess not. Isn't I don't that know. a human reaction? So were they just like so chill? They're like, yeah, we're just gonna go scuba diving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all. They just sat there. They didn't talk to anybody. They didn't don't talk do a to head anybody. Count, but they don't do a head count. How long does it say? Does it take to go, Jill, present, <laughs> Bobby, Joe, present, you know? Steve, present, Barry, Barry, on Barry. to the next. He's probably fine. Let's move on. He's probably yeah. napping. <laughs> He's <laughs> and then two days later, they're like, oh my God, those guys. Those guys. They were so boring. That's the only reason I remember <laughs> so them is boring. they were that boring. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. You're the Death worst. by boredom. You bring out the worst in me. all right 1988 a voodoo movie named the serpent and the rainbow came out Mm. it was basically about a guy who never heard of that yeah it i remember it being i want to say i saw it in the theater oh yeah well yeah i'm a thousand so yeah but i think it has something to do with a guy that ends up getting tied up with all kinds of like voodoo stuff and they end up yeah 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 they end up like poisoning him somehow and he he's like basically everybody thought he was dead and then he was back so of course everybody thinks he's a zombie that kind of mm. stuff right yeah. did you say it had to do with snakes um it's just called the serpent and the rainbow oh oh, oh yeah 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 for some so, reason i was imagining snakes and i didn't know why but now i know why don't you kind of think you're going to get some yeah, snakes the in the situation there must have been then right oh uh, and it must Maybe have been. turned into a snake i seem to remember like something gets like 
blown in his face, some voodoo thing. Ooh. And he's like, they think he's dead. And then he comes back. So, of course, everybody sees him. They assume he's like returned from the dead and Ooh. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's, it's based on a book of the same name by Harvard PhD Wade Davis. And it's about a man who had, in quotes, been a zombie mm-hmm. for two years, was like alleged was allegedly poisoned, buried alive, and revived by an herbal brew. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess he, this guy... So he just was in a coma, and they buried him? But I think it's like Isn't where... Wild? Where I think like his... Plus, I mean, there might be... Who knows? I don't know. Somebody Hindsight in on it. And, in medicine. Oh, no, I'm telling you, he's dead. Bury him. Maybe, maybe yeah. they know he isn't. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Like they used to have bells... Oh yeah, yeah. So you could like ring that, the ring yes. the bell in case you yeah, yeah in case you so were still alive. So if you were alive. buried alive and you came to, you could ring the bell, and they would dig you up. Oh, what a great prank that Can would be! Right? Can you imagine that? What a great prank! Imagine like putting a look. If something happens to me, okay. Mm, <laughs> if something happens to me, no. I want you to put a bell. If something happens to you, like anything, anything, yeah. <laughs> you get mail. Put a bell <laughs> and then have it like somehow automated. So when people are there to visit me, it would it goes off and scares the crap out of people. Yes, and I would ham it up. Of course you would. Of course you would. I would be that hysterical woman with black lace covering my face. <laughs> that we, I think it was on our podcast that we talked about those bells. Yeah. And that a woman rang the bell and got out of her grave and went home. And knocked on the door, and her husband answered the door, and then died of a heart attack when he saw her. I thought you were going to say he saw her, thought she was a zombie, and shot her. Mm-mm. Wow, isn't that wild? That is wild. Wow. So this is real life. Yeah. Like what? I wish you guys could see her face right now. Uh, that sounds like a movie. It does, right? Art her fighting to get back and she gets back. Life imitates art or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, so Dr. Davis, he went to Haiti in search of, of the drug used for the zombification of yeah. people. So I don't know. The herbal brew? I think the other one. He was The guy was revived oh, gotcha. with an herbal brew. So I don't know. He wanted to find the zombie juice. <laughs> yeah, he wanted the zombie juice. Like, was it Ed Gein? No. Who was the one that wanted to make zombies? Uh, Dahmer. Dahmer. Dahmer, yeah. He was dumping chemicals and he drill holes in their skull. Oh, how far back does this whole zombie phenomenon go? Phenomenon. You know? I don't know. I think, well, the first one movie was in the late 60s, so. But people were thinking about yeah. zombies, like half alive people. Yeah. For centuries. It's just I'm funny a- how we've continued that throughout you know yeah we still think about even though we've made so many advances in medicine and science we still think but what if what if some you know some reason Hmm. we have zombies (laughs) (sighs) well i'm sure the thing with the bell and people coming back doesn't exactly yeah but now but now we can understand the difference between being in a coma and having brain activity. When did that happen with the lady with, with her husband, you know? No idea. So, before. So like last year? I think, I think so. Right before our last podcast came out about it. <laughs> That's what <laughs> we were. We had the breaking news. Yeah, yeah. It's just part of human nature to think about these outlier possibilities like vampires and zombies, you know, and giant mosquitoes the size of men. Listen, last night, okay, listen, last night, I was trying to watch... mosquito came? No, no, but I had a fly that I'm trying to watch stuff on the tablet in bed, Mm. and I was freaking out. You were half asleep, and Mm. I started flipping out as I had this fly. I swear it sounded like a mini drone was buzzing by my head. (laughs) Like that by my Ah, head, you know? Good sound effect. Yeah, it's going... Yeah. It was awful. And I just, I turned off the tablet. So it was dark in the bedroom. Went in the bathroom, turned on the light. He went in there and I trapped him in there and I killed him dead. Ooh. Killed him dead. Yep. Yikes. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Fly. So everybody knows a story. Well, maybe not everybody knows a story, but there was a series of movies on The Conjuring. Right? Ah. The Conjuring. And 
the main characters in that were real people from Connecticut. Okay. Ed and Lorraine Warren. You ever hear of them? You ever heard of them? Yes. Yeah, they were like paranormal investigators and whatnot. Well, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. That came out in, well, this year. It came out this year. Oh, and, current? Huh? Nice job. You got a current reference. I know. Holy Not bad, moly. right? Oh, holy moly. <laughs> So I don't really have too many details because I do kind of want to watch the movie. So I haven't really. Ooh, you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Well, I guess. uh, We got a good list going for what we should watch during Spooktober. I know. Open water. I want to see So in this one, Ed and Lorraine Warren, they take on this case uh, where a a cop stumbles upon a dazed and bloodied man walking down the road. And when he was accused of murder, he claims that demonic possession Mm. is to blame for the. For, mm. the, for it so but that's based on a real life thing so if you are thinking about pleading insanity to get out of murder uh a murder i want to say diagnosis but that's not it conviction mm. is, 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 uh, i oh, mean that's very profound <laughs> the repercussions are going to be just as horrible you might as well just fess up and let us know what happened well, maybe he was possessed by demons. We don't know. Mm. I meant to get his name. Should we get his name? Let's get his name. Get his number, too. Yeah, you can look it up. It's uh, What's his real, name? Did his you find out his name? Arne, A-R-N-E, Arnie, I don't know. Mm. Uh, Cheyenne Johnson, he was 19 years old, and he was charged with uh, murdering his landlord, a man oh. named Alan Bono. Oh, no. In 1981. Oh, no, Bono. With a five-inch pocket knife. Stabbed him. Ugh. I know, I know. This so, is why you should not be a landlord. Exactly. The cat. Chances are, if he wasn't the landlord, he wouldn't have killed him. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I know. Wrong place, wrong no. time kind of thing. You live and learn. All right, this one is freaky. Maybe okay. we should go back, by the way, and look at the and check out the first two Conjuring movies about what the, the stories behind those two. Because I just saw while I was looking up about Arn there that that there are stories about the, the the first couple as well. Anyway, this is also part of the whole Conjuring thing, and it's Annabelle came out in two thousand fourteen. Mm. Have you ever seen the doll from the movie Annabelle? Yes. It's a super creepy, like porcelain face doll, like this. Right. Wicked, yeah. The real the real Annabelle. Which is in uh, the Warrens uh, Museum, by the way, and was it Monroe, Connecticut, I believe, is like a big raggedy end doll. Like it oh. is a totally innocent looking raggedy end doll with the red yarn for hair and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And that all started in 1970. A 28-year-old nurse received a raggedy end doll as a birthday gift. Uh, she put it on her bed, and then she began to notice it changing positions. A leg would be crossed, or it would be laying on its side. Mm. And, yeah, and then her roommate began to find began to find parchment paper on the floor with written messages such as "Help me, help us," and there was no parchment Ooh. paper in the house. Yeah, I mean that sounds like the doll was trying to help. So. Mm, not so much. We'll get there. Uh, and then I guess the doll just started being in. Different, different parts rooms. of different parts of the house, yeah, in Ooh. different rooms, yeah, yeah, really, really freaky. I guess then one day uh, a guy was taking a nap there, and he woke up, and the doll was just like staring at him, Ooh. <laughs> and he felt like he was being strangled, and then there were like deep scratch wounds on his upper body. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I was younger, I used to put a naked Ken doll on my sister's pillow anytime <laughs> she had friends coming over you would put a naked ken doll yes right in the middle of her pillow <laughs> how old were you oh 10 you are a weird man you are a weird <laughs> and then she'd be like mom she did it again you are a weird i'd be like dude, what no man. i didn't why do you always have a naked ken doll you're so weird <laughs> oh my gosh that's so what is wrong with you man somehow she still had friends <laughs> and somehow she still talks to you and i didn't so ah that explains so... everything <laughs> So I guess through research, they found out that they were introduced to the spirit of Annabelle Higgins, said to be a young girl that resided on the property before the apartments were built, and she died there at the age of seven. Oh. 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 I know. So, and I guess it was like, 
in the museum, it was like in a glass case, I guess. It was literally like, do not open this case. Like, just <laughs> keep it closed. Oh, wow. And it's a totally innocent looking doll just kind of sitting there smiling at you. And I wonder if that story also gave inspiration to Chucky. I wonder. Red hair. Hold on. Well, you know what? I'm going to Google that. Hold on. All right. What's it say here? Apparently, uh, Chucky was loosely based on a doll named Robert the Doll. <laughs> That's creative. <laughs> it was owned by a Florida painter, Robert Eugene Otto. Uh, I, I guess it was uh, given to him, given to him by a woman who served his family and she allegedly practiced voodoo and devised the doll as a way to get revenge on the Hamley. On the Hamley? On the Hamley? On the Hamley. As a way to, uh, to get revenge uh, for having been abused by the family. <laughs> And there's this reports of of uh, it would run, the doll would like blink and run around with maniacal laughter. <laughs> who knows how much of that is true? But there you go. Uh, it's uh, that poor Hamley. <laughs> that poor Hamley. But I guess we could look into that a little more. But there you go. It's based nah. on Robert the doll. No. Nah. Okay. Great. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. How about The Exorcist? Have you ever seen The Exorcist? I have. You have? Yes. I, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm blown away by this. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Did you find it scary? Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. It's gross. Well, yeah, it's very gross. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's basically about a young girl who's, who's possessed by a demon. Well, the true story began in the late, 1940s in Washington, D.C., and a 13-year-old boy believed to be named Ronald Hunkler. 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 (laughs) Wow. H-U-N-K-E-L-E-R. Yeah, he started having all kinds of, I mean, just... Wow. Demonic voices and, and outbursts outburst, like screaming and urinating on the bed and violent outbursts. And yeah. Oh, Robert. Yeah. So a priest, local Catholic priest named Father E. Albert Hughes was asked to perform an exorcism on him. And I guess they strapped little Roland to the mattress when he. Robert? Roland. 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 Oh. Did I say Robert? I don't think I did. I thought you did, but maybe I was thinking of the doll. Ronald. Okay. It's a, but they said Ronald? Ro- yeah. So I just said Roland. I'm way off oh base. My yeah, God. yeah. I'm all over the place. <laughs> anyway, they strapped right, the kid a to a baby boy. Yeah, yeah. They, well, the, thir- well, he's 13. He's not a baby. Yeah, they strapped him to a mattress. Okay. And they, they had to stop when Ronald broke off a piece of the mattress spring, spring and slashed the priest across the soldiers. Like, the uh, soldiers. <laughs> My God, hold on. Roland, are you here? So they had to stop with the exorcism because at one time, uh, Ronald broke off a piece of the mattress and and slashed the priest across the shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They witnessed scratching on the boy's body and the mattress moving violently. I love that. So I guess he would like the kid, uh, Ronald, Roland, Robert, whatever his name was, Ronald. Uh, would enter a trance-like state and start making sounds and like a guttural demonic voice. Uh, they saw that the priest uh, supposedly saw objects mysteriously flying in the boy's presence and they noticed that he would react violently anytime he saw any uh, like sacred object presented by the priests. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, pitch vo- a pitchfork-shaped pattern of red lines uh, went down the kid's thigh into his ankles. Mm. Yeah, these things would happen... Every night for more than a month, and they believe that uh, that he was possessed by uh, about ten demons. They believed. Mm. So, long story. Ten. They identified ten demons. Uh, uh, yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 And I mean, there. How I, do you differentiate between one to two to eight? I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't wonder know. If, I wonder if they identified themselves. You know. Maybe. They're like, hi, I'm taking over the mic. I'm demon number three. I am here to slash you with this bed spring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you don't mind. Apparently, they, they the first exorcism, there's photos of this online, by the way, Ugh. that are quite disturbing. I bet. And the first time it failed, they went and, they went and they did it again. And I, apparently, 
failed uh, again. Ronald Hunkler went on to live a completely normal life after uh, that. Really? So, yeah, I guess so. Like, how do you come back from that? Wow. It's wild, right? That is wild. I mean, you know. Like, that is wild. I don't know. But anyway, there's the... There's Can the you ins- imagine a T-Rexorcism? <laughs> no, no, Where I can't. You have to get the... Out of someone, elongate the arms. <laughs> no. What would you do if I decided to have an exorcism for you? I'd be really confused. Like what? what? You, like, like what would you do if, like, I trapped you in a room, had a priest come over, tied you to a mattress? I mean. I think anyone would have a lot of emotion regarding that but wait, circumstance. But wait, real quick. Does that mean I don't have to leave the house for a while? For at least a couple hours while we throw water at you and stuff. <laughs> it's just a ruse to try to get me to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bathe in the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, no. He's, he's like, he's I like, like my stink. He's like, I don't think he's possessed. You're like, smell him. He's clearly possessed by something. His head's on backwards. They're <laughs> like, no, that's his belly, not his butt. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I think it's time to move on now. There's a hole in the middle. Goodbye. It's his belly button. Enough. <laughs> The final three. Pew, 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 pew. Hey, thanks, Bess. Yeah, you're welcome. Is there anything else you wanted to say about it? Nope. What you, you literally just told me. I am done with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, these are the final three questions of the... That was a fun idea. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. I thought so. Good Movie, job. Movie, horror movies... Spooktober appropriate, real life, yeah, inspiration, yeah, it was a good idea. Mimicking life and vice versa. It was a good idea. Sorry, I, I good wasn't. Work. I wasn't very talkative. Job. I apologize. I feel like we could have talked a little more. You were list driven, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Had some good banter in there. I thought so. Yeah, nice job. So good idea. That was a really nice Thanks, idea, babe. Beebs. Good job, hun. Oh, it was. I did nothing but sit here and make well, jokes about sometimes. Dinosaurs. Sometimes coming up with the idea is the hardest part. You know. That's true. Yeah, so thanks. We have, boy, we were trying to get Andy and Rebecca on here this week. It just timing-wise, timing-wise, boy, do they have a story to tell. I'm really looking forward to it. So we'll have to get into that. I'm hoping to get them on here this weekend. So we'll have to see yes. what happens. So these, they have tales to tell. My goodness, do they. Do they ever. My God. All right. So these are the final three questions of the podcast. Question number one, what have you been eating lately? I have to tell you something. Mm, tell me. Well, last week, we asked what was the best Halloween candy. I said Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Mm, you yes. said it was the special ones, like the, the yeah. pumpkins and stuff, right? Yeah. I was hesitant. Yeah. I knew how, I know they were good and everything, but I'm like, you know what? The trust in you. Uh, it's just a little waning. <laughs> I, I can't understand why. Mm. Uh, you were 100% correct. You were 100% correct. Uh, we, we, 100? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, yes. got them, we got them yesterday. They are far superior. I'm telling you, it's the p- peanut butter to chocolate ratio. Well, plus, there's, there's, they nail it there's on more the peanut butter, ones. too, and it, it stays a little more moist. It doesn't yes. like dry out as much. And the thickness and the of the chocolate is more consistent, yeah. which only enhances the experience of both ingredients. Yeah, you're right. I agree. And it's aesthetically pleasing. It's a pumpkin. It's a How pumpkin. Fun. Uh, the other thing. Oh, we, I'm glad you said that. Thank you. Oh, uh, you're welcome. The other thing. The other day we were watching uh, Good Mythical Morning. Yep. I don't know if you guys are into Good Mythical Morning, but it's a great show. I think you'd really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. And they were trying. They were trying to figure out which was the worst uh, black licorice like candy. So they got like a bunch of like just knockoffs, you know. Yeah. And, and let's be clear, anytime I say, I like licorice, and somebody says, red or black, I want to punch them in the throat. There's no such thing as red licorice. Yeah, but it's become... A, it's become... No. 
Yeah. No. Yes. 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 You have to accept it as part of culture. Like it just has become that way because it's marketed that way. So it's in mainstream knowledge as that. And then you're like, actually, actually, it's not just thing as black licorice is the only licorice. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. You know what? You get you get worked up about ridiculous trivial things as well so no, I don't. Oh, okay of course i can't think of an example now but we're gonna how about that stupid red stocks red Sox statistic oh yeah <laughs> oh my god the red Sox they always bust out with some pointless and super overly specific statistic mm-hmm. that makes no difference and then you just feel dumber for having listened to it they like how do they even I always wonder how they come up with this statistic. They said yeah. the other day, when the when the the series starts out one and one, and it's a five game series. Yeah, whoever wins game three has a fifty four percent chance of winning the series. Like what? That's a useless. They're in the lead. Like like I mm. mean, that is a ridiculous. You might as well say. You might as well either not say that at all, which would be totally fine, and no one would care. Or say they now have a 4% higher chance of winning. And that's all you have to say. You don't have to say the whole when there's three games and five ser- five game series and this hat and this year. I wish they could blah, see you blah, blah. adjusting your glasses like a maniac. <laughs> like what is... Anyway, we're, we're, well, we're going to get into... I got very worked up about this statistic. Yeah, we're going to get into that so a little right. bit. Anyway, totally. so we decided we <laughs> wanted to get some really good licorice. So we... Yeah. We... Got in the car and we drove up to uh, the Williamsburg uh, Country Store. General, general, general store. store. That's mm-hmm. it. Was a general store. And they had a bunch of different licorice. We got one that was like these little coins and it's like a... Salt. Like a salted... Salt licorice. That's from somewhere... In Scandinavia. Something like that. Then we got a bag of soft licorice from New Zealand and a bag of soft licorice from Australia, with Australia being the winner of oh, all three. Oh, the texture. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So good. Yeah, the, the one from New Zealand, we had second. We're like, oh, that's really, it's really good. It's so good. It It's almost a shame to have to say that the Australian was better because the New Zealand was so good. But the Australian one just took the cake. Smoked it, yeah. Yep. Really, really good. And yep. we are... Officially out of licorice again. Well, no, sure we still are. have some of the salted. Surprise, eh. surprise. But eh. <laughs> yeah, so we have to get some more, right? Yeah, yeah. Question number two: We're What freaks. have you been we watching? Like that black licorice? Huh? We're freaks that like that black licorice. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so good. It's so good. It's so pungent. Question number two: What have you been watching? Without any spoilers, you have any thoughts? We haven't watched anything other than baseball, really. Yes. That's all we've watched, and that's uh, all we need to be watching right it's, now. It, look at these last. It is. So stressful. These last four games have been so stressful, but the Red Sox are now going on to the league championship series starting Friday against either the White Sox or the Astros, and we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, Uh? uh, Tying in with question number one and question number two, we have figured out that when we're watching baseball and we're not eating game food, they falter right one night we decided to have couscous and brussels well, sprouts. Wait. first we had our friends nick and nicole over for, for when the, they were playing in the, the wild card game against the yankees, the yankees and we had wings and cheese and crackers and they and they pounded the crap out of the yankees yes. so it was great then the next game we we had the audacity to have israeli couscous and garlic brussels sprouts the balls of us yeah 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 not game food by Not any food. means. And what a surprise. They lost they 5 lost. nothing to Tampa. Yeah, They didn't yeah, even yeah. get one run. No. They had more hits than Tampa, but they but they didn't score a single run. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Terrible. Horrible. So then we're like, okay, maybe this is our fault. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And what do we have for game three? No, game I two. I mean, game two. Game two, we had... Uh, we had a, a grinder from Pagers, a big ass oh, cold cut grinder gosh. from Pagers, and it We've was. We've plugged Pagers before. We right? have, yeah, we have. So good. So good. So they, good. Listen, if you're in the area, you go to Pagers and Agawam, and you get like cold cut grinder. Listen, when they tell you it's big, it's boom. it's huge. 
So, I mean, two people will fill up on this thing. Seriously. Yes. So, yeah, it's great. You'd plopped it on the table and our cat Tristan had a complete out-of-body experience. Yeah, he flipped out. His soul came out, (laughs) flapped around, and went back in. He was was Scooby-Dooing. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. (laughs) So then the game after that, we had... Mac and cheese. No. We had those... We made like fajita sandwiches. Remember? I made like fajita vegetables and steak and we had like sandwiches. Yeah, that was for that was for game three. Yes. Yep. They won that game. Yes. And then last night we had a bunch of stuff in the fridge that we had to get rid of. We had a bunch of blocks of cheese, different kinds of cheese all over the place. <laughs> and we're like, we have to go to the store anyway, so let's just get a box of pasta and we made... We made like homemade. We made a kick-ass mac and cheese. made a kick-ass mac and cheese with all like five different types of cheese. Mm. And, and you made like a roux and cream and cheese and we just folded the pasta in and mm. then in the cast iron skillet. and acidic and salty and yeah. cheesy and delicious. Yeah. And then we threw it on the, we threw it on the grill to kind of mm. kind of get it all one, you know. Mm. Awesome. Very good. And they, and they win the series. And they won. See? Coincidence? So we have to just no. continue with this game food thing. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. What are we going to get Friday? You're burgers, working, I think. You're working Friday. So we're I think gonna have we'll to, have to we'll do have burgers. To get, we'll have to get burgers. Yeah. We'll have to make burgers. All right. What's more game food than burgers? Not a lot. Hot dogs? Man. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Sausage and peppers. Maybe we'll have chili dogs. No, maybe not. I don't, we'll talk about it. We'll mm. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Sausage and peppers. That's not bad. Those are we game have, like, foods. Sausage and pepper, huh? Game food. That's a game. Maybe we'll get some nice, like they, they sell those those Fenway sausages over at Stop and Shop. Oh, that is it. That's it. We'll do that, and I'll do the vet, the, the onions and peppers, and I'll, like we did the other night. Yeah, it sounds good. Sweet, sweet. All right. Uh, uh, question, question three. Question three. Do you have a local small business that you would like to plug, guys? Sure do. Where do we tell you this bonkers story that happened to us today? Do you want to start? Go ahead. You start because you answered the phone. So go okay. ahead. So we got up this morning. I put on my running clothes. It's a little earlier than we usually get out of bed on a day off. It's still late compared to most people, but yeah. Yeah, but who cares? Time is arbitrary. And I get a phone call from my dad. My phone's always on silent, like almost all the time. Right, right. And we happen to be up already, and I talk to my dad, and he says, we're going to breakfast right now. Do you want to meet us out Sylvester's in Northampton? Right. And I'm like, sure, we can leave the house in five minutes. Yeah. So we get, I change out of my running clothes, get in my regular clothes. We take the Corvette. It's... 55 degrees yeah. and foggy. 50 yeah, to 55 degrees. It's wet out. Right. But we're like, we have to take the Corvette. Because who knows? Way. Maybe it'll clear up and we can take the top down on exactly. the way home. Right, right, right. So we get in the car. We drive up. On the way up, my dad calls and says, hey, Sylvester's is closed. We could either do Blue Bonnet or Miss Florence Diner. Right. And they're like, let's do Miss Miss Flo's. We'll meet you up there. We'll is save it, you a spot. Miss Flo's. In in Florence, Mass has been there a million years. A million years, yeah. It's a great little spot. We get up there. Somebody's leaving right in front of the diner, right on the street. Well, right yeah, right the before diner. the driveway. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. So we're like, perfect. Get get in that spot. Great spot. We go in. We're sitting at a table where we can have a clear view of the car. We right. See well, the street from where. Yeah, we are. I could. Yeah. Yeah. As we're sitting there, Jonathan looks out the window and he says, "What is that on the Corvette?" There's something on the windshield by the and it's like a wiper, rectangle, yeah. blue, blue printed thing. It's hard thing. to see, right? So we're speculating: is it a flyer for some event? But yeah. no other cars around the area have a flyer. Is it a maybe a flyer for a classic car show? And they saw the Corvette and right, they put right. that on there, and that's why it's the only one. Now I was going to go out and is grab it. A it. Ticket? It's blue. It's probably not a ticket. Yeah. Nobody else has these flyers on the cars. No. Nothing is there. I was going to go out and get it, and you're like, just wait until after, and we'll go out together. All right, sounds good. So we finish our our breakfast. Well, first, while we're we're while we're wrapping up, a lady is walking by the car. Yeah, true. And she kind of looks at it, and she stops, and she takes out her phone. I'm like, okay, she's going to take a picture of the car, but then she held the phone up like over the hood yeah. and took a picture of this thing that's on the windshield. I'm like, what is going on? This yeah. is just odd, right? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So we have a great breakfast and we leave and we're walking out to the car and we realize it's a Hot Wheels package with a little white C7. C7 Corvette, yeah. Corvette. Ours is a C4, but yeah, but it's still yeah white Corvette. And we're like, how cool is that? Somebody, Somebody saw our car and happened to have that on them? Or right. Is there a, 
a toy shop around or a we're collectible looking, shop uh, yeah, around. We're looking around. We There's see no, no right. one around. Right, right. And we're trying to figure it out. Yeah, and we're like, standing there the talking about time? it, the four of us. Yeah. Uh, you and me and my parents. Yeah. And we're there long enough that this guy approaches kind of like sheepishly and identifies himself as the culprit. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I put that there. And so we strike up conversation with this dude. He's like, I've had this car for months. I've just been waiting for a white Corvette to come around <laughs> so I could put it on there. And, yeah. and, and you guys showed up today. Yeah. Um, and then I saw you standing out here long enough. And so I figured I should go say that it was from right, me. Right, right. So he's wearing a T-shirt that says full circle bike shop on right. it. Right, yep. And my dad sees the T-shirt and he's like, oh, did you know my son Josh Hicks? Long hair, used to come in your shop all the time, talk about your shop all the time. And the guy goes, yes, I did know Josh, but I knew him as Morgan Freeman, his which bird. is my, is his, uh, his Facebook name was Morgan Freeman. Right, right, right. Because he has a parrot named Morgan Freeman. So he's talking about Josh and the van he used to drive, which belonged to my dad. Right. The trips they would take, biking and this and that. And it was a really cool connection that tied in my brother Josh with your dad who passed this past yep, year yep. and the Corvette and just just like unified us. Really, really all crazy. Of us. It's just what are the uh, What all, are the odds? All the things that had to and all what it all gets down to, not only just about having that car, but why we got the car and yeah. speaking to this guy who knew your brother. Yeah. And it was just so many things by happenstance that all yeah. lined up to make this connection. Right. And it just completely humbled me in the magnitude of the universe. Yeah, it was awesome. It just really felt like a special moment. So we have to give our plug to Full Circle Bike Shop in Florence, Mass. Yeah, right there. Right there on the main drag there if in Florence, Josh Mass. If Josh endorsed it, it was yeah. a, it's a good spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good spot. The guy's name is Jason. Yep. At Full Circle Solid Bike dude, Shop. solid place. Yeah, man. He's cool. out there doing special things for people without even knowing it. Without even knowing it. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. What a cool thing. Yeah. And now we have another thing in the house. We know how much you love stuff. Oh, gosh. My favorite. <laughs> she hates stuff so much. You have no <laughs> idea. So let this be a lesson to us in the next remainder of Spooktober. Right. To be a vessel for the good spirits out there that want to touch their loved ones like Jason did today. Yes. It was great. You can be possessed, but if you're going to be possessed, you might as well choose to have a good spirit in there i guess so right <laughs> anything else Bess? um no no well thanks no? anything else from you no i'm good I'm, I'm in such a haze today i feel like i'm like on autopilot so it's yeah we're it's, foggy yeah 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 it's weird the spooktober fog is i guess in. so yeah well thanks for listening everybody please if you have not subscribed please consider doing so you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Idle Chat Podcast. Do us a favor. Go out and do something cool for somebody this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.